Hello. Hey, friend. Welcome back to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Joy Bankhead. You can find me on Instagram just as that, Tiffany Joy Bankhead. And thank you for being with here to us today where we are totally okay, kind of. How are you doing today? How are you feeling, friends? Um, today I'm doing pretty well. It's Sunday that I'm recording this on and I particularly like Sundays because it gets me a chance to do something fun and something productive. Um, I usually try to pick like a two self-care activities, one like cleaning or something to do around the house or like a chore or something I have an errand or something I have to get done and then I also like to do something fun and something uh, self-care wise that feels good, which usually and lately has been involved uh, self-care Sunday hikes. So that's been fun. So how are you guys doing? So today's topic, we are talking about being single and your mental health Um, with Valentine's Day coming up on the 14th here of February in about a week or so. Um, I am single and I have some single friends. And so I had some requests to do an episode on being single and your mental health and how that affects it and everything. And since I could definitely relate to this topic right now, um, since I am kind of newly single, not that new, I'll talk about it, but, um, yeah, so it's something I'm going through and, something that has been a challenge and I've been learning a lot and all the things. So I figured it was a good subject to talk about today, especially with Valentine's Day um, coming up. It can be really hard to be single this time of year um, for obvious reasons because, you know, the world expects you to be with someone during the holidays or to have somebody there to, you know, treat you or whatever. Um, on Valentine's Day. Um, And to be honest, it's a completely ridiculous expectation. Um, Actually, from the research I've been doing, I've learned that 23 to 41% of the adult population is single. So about a third of us are single. And so I don't want a third of us to be feeling bad just because it's a silly holiday. And I figured I could try to help you guys not only feel better on this holiday, but also feel better about being single in general and learn ways to also um, enjoy being single and to get the benefits of it and to feel better um, even though you're alone. Which brings me to today's affirmation. So we're going to start with an affirmation and I'm going to say it one time and then I'm going to repeat it three times. I'm going to have you guys repeat it with me instead of me pausing and you saying it after me just repeat it with me so I'll say it so I'll say the affirmation it is I choose to be happy even when I am alone all right so let's repeat that a few times I choose to be happy even when I am alone I choose to be happy even when I am alone I choose to be happy even when I am alone And that affirmation could go either way for singles or people in a relationship. I think sometimes even when we are in a relationship, it's hard to be alone. Um, It can be especially hard to be alone when you're in a relationship or to feel lonely in a relationship. Um, So it's good to choose to be happy even when you're alone, whether that's alone in a relationship or alone being single. It's always good to choose to be happy for yourself. 
So yeah, um, about a third of the population is single. And this is in the United States. I should uh, preface that by saying this is in the U.S. And this uh, research I did um, is based mostly in the U.S. So um, since I am in the U.S., that's what I'll be basing my research off of. Um, Although I did find some international studies um, as well. Um, But yeah, so 23 to 41% estimated population in the U.S. are single depending on your age bracket. So it's higher percentage if you're in your 20s or you're 65 and older. You're more towards that 40%. And then in the mid mid years, like 30s, 40s, 50s, you're more likely to be in a relationship. So that's going to be more like the 23% um, people being single in that age range. But still, even if you think you're alone, you're single and you're alone, you're not alone. There's a third of the U.S. population is also single. So that should be reassuring that, you know, you're not the only one who's single. I know it can feel pretty hard and bleak out there sometimes being single, but you're not alone. And there are tons of people who are in the same situation. And it's all about perspective, you know, so there's a little bit more perspective for you about being single. Hopefully that helps you to know that, you know, you're not as alone as you may have thought you are and that there are a bunch of other single individuals out there that are ready to make friends with you or to date you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they're out there, people. Go look for them. But I know that being single can be very difficult. I definitely am learning that. Um, I personally, so personally, my history is... I was kind of a serial monogamous, so like always in a relationship, and I did um, go through some bad, a bad, really bad relationship in my 20s, and after that, I kind of had to recover from that for a couple years, and I didn't really date anybody for like over a year, almost two years, I didn't date anybody, I kind of started dating, and then very quickly when I started dating, I met my ex-husband, so then I was with him for eight years. And, um, and then, yeah, and then we split in June of 2020. So I have been single ever since then. And we, we split with the um, intent of getting divorced from the get go. It wasn't like we were gonna, you know, see how things work or try to work on things or whatever. It was like, nope, it's done. So pretty much since we split, I've considered myself single, even though, you know, I was technically married for like, another year after we split and we didn't get officially divorced till June of 2021. So anyway, um, just a little bit about my history, but, um, so this is the first time that I've really embraced being single back in my twenties when I was single, it was more so due to a mental health crisis. Um, and just coming out of that bad relationship, I was really not in a good space. I'll talk more about it, but it's when I ended up going to the mental health hospital for the first time. And it was just a very hard time. I really, honestly, and I was in my early mid 20s. So I really didn't even think that much about like having to be in a relationship. And I had been in relationships like my whole life, like since my teenage years. Um, so I, it was something that I just kind of wasn't really thinking about. It just kind of happened versus now is like, I'm really intentionally being single, focused on it, working on it. And, um, so it's a different situation. Um, 
But I like to say that although it can be very difficult to be single, it can also be very rewarding. Um, and personally, I'm still learning about the rewards. I'm kind of in the phase of it being difficult still, um, which is totally fine. And you, I think at any stage in life, and especially in single life, you're going to go in and out and back and forth from it being hard to being rewarding. And that's going to be okay because that's how life is. It fluctuates. Nobody's stagnant. Um, you know, life moves and people move and change. And um, yeah, you can, you can be, one day you can be like in the thick of the difficult hardship of being single. And one day you could be just elated and so excited about being single and what you're doing and how you're living your life. Um, but yeah, so recently, so we're in February, so recently was the holidays. And I think that the holidays being single during that time is especially a little more hard. Like I said, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. It can be more hard to be single during certain holidays. And um, yeah, so my first year 2020 of being single, it was really, really hard because obviously that was COVID. And so normally, like I would have my whole family around me during the holidays and we'd be all together and doing stuff. Um, but the first year I was single 2020, we didn't do that. We didn't really get together for the holidays. So that was really extremely hard. I was super depressed, super lonely, sad. Um, yeah, and it, it was just extremely difficult time for me to go through. But having been through that and now having gone through a second holiday season being single, I can tell you that it has been more rewarding this to go around and um, not not like a ton more fun, but it, it was a little more exciting being single because it was just different. Like I got to just kind of experience my family from a new perspective and um, I got to enjoy like the one-on-one -on -one connections I had with people during the holidays and stuff. And there was definitely some good things and I didn't have to worry about somebody else like if they were enjoying themselves or if they wanted to leave or if they were drinking too much in my in my situation if they were doing drugs or drinking too much or whatever um you know it was good this holiday season not to have to worry about that um so it was kind of nice in some ways to be single this season on this episode about being single we're going to talk about some psychology about being single and your mental health and um some research I did so I did Google research but there is um, when you do Google search and you're searching for some like a topic you're trying to actually find some scientific research and evidence based on it um, you can click search for scholarly articles I don't know why I'm having trouble saying that <laughs> search for scholarly articles and you can find actual scientific evidence-based research articles on whatever topic you're looking up or maybe you can maybe not but just wanted to let you know that I did do some actual scientific research on this and um, it was pretty interesting and I do want to say that the research you guys is just, it doesn't look good for single people. It's not looking very good for single people. The scientific research that I found 
I'm sure there's probably new studies coming out and being done, but this is just, I found a, I found a couple articles and kind of was like, oh, wow, yeah, being single does not seem very good for your mental health. But I want you to know that just because that's what science says, that doesn't mean that's what has to rule your life. You know, you can choose your own life and how you're going to live it. And you can choose, um, yeah, how you're going to, use science to benefit your life or not and in this case it might not be beneficial so instead we're going to use other sociology ways <laughs> I don't know but um, basically you know don't let the research get you down because you are more than a research article or subject or topic you're a human being you have so many facets and elements to you so don't let science be the thing that defines who you are and how you live your life. Um, but I think it is good to know some of the science behind these things and just as some, um, some knowledge and awareness just to kind of bring awareness to this and something to pay attention to, but not something to dwell on for sure. Also, I just want to say this episode's going to be kind of long. I'm not sure how long it's going to be yet because I'm recording it now, but um, there is a lot I want to cover and I think a lot that will be helpful, um, but I will say I am going to do another episode on being single because I did find so much research and there's so many more things to talk about when it comes to being single and your mental health, so so much I want to cover, um, but we're going to cover a lot today and then we will talk more about being single in your mental health, especially since I am going through the process of being single and working on my mental health. Um, so something I will be talking about ongoing as I'm going through it. So first research, uh, these are scientific studies I found. Um, a lot of the research shows that an individual's social connections, such as partners, close friends, neighbors, coworkers, can decrease the likelihood of sadness, loneliness, low self-esteem, and problems with eating and sleeping. Essentially, that means our in connections as an individual can really decrease the likelihood of um, negative effects on our life if we have these connections. And we're going to talk about two different types of connections. We're going to talk about romantic connections and also... Um, social connections because um, there's not just romantic connections. One study did find that married people reported better health compared to never married people and formerly married people aka people like me who are divorced. So there are quite a few studies that did show that overall like health not just mental health but also physical health was better in married people than versus people who were divorced or never married. And I don't want this this research to get you down if you're single and you're like, oh my gosh, it's better to be in a relationship for my health. That's not necessarily true. And we're going to talk about why that's also not true because sometimes being in a relationship isn't always good for our mental health. But we are going to talk about the research some more. So being in a romantic relationship, that's either marriage, cohabitating, cohabitating, <laughs> living together, um, or steady dating can provide benefits for an individual's mental health and sense of well-being. Um, single people, when compared to married people, report higher levels of depression, anxiety, mood disorders, 
adjustment problems, and other forms of psychological distress, and also have a higher rate of substance abuse problems. One thing in the research I found interesting, because I am a woman, um, is that being single can be harder on women than men. Um, one study found that being in a relationship was better for women's emotional well-being than men. So um, I guess women are more needy, <laughs> as they say. Like um, It's better for a woman's well-being to be in a relationship than a man. I don't you know, I don't really know exactly what that means, but take it for what it is. It, it's just research. Um, also, women are more likely to have depression from a recent romantic breakup than men. And women who are single are more likely to have substance abuse problems. Divorce or widowed women are also more likely to be associated for an increased risk of feeling lonely. So there's being single and then there's being lonely. Now, just because you're single doesn't mean you're lonely. And often a lot of people who are single and live fulfilling single lives are not lonely at all. Um, and, you know, it can go both ways. You can be in a relationship and feel lonely too. So just because you're single doesn't mean you have to be lonely. And just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you're not lonely because you can definitely be lonely in a relationship. But, um... So the research shows that loneliness, apart from being single, is actually found to have more negative outcomes for your physical health. You can have a poor immune functioning, poor cardiovascular system, you're basically have more heart problems, you have less, um, less immune system, um, you can have impaired sleep or your sleep disturbed, you're more likely to be obese. Um, and this is because of being lonely. You can, and because of being lonely, you can have personality disorders, um, schizophrenia, be more likely to have suicidal ideation, and also depression and anxiety. Loneliness. Experiencing loneliness can also increase your risk of depression as much as 75%. When it comes to loneliness, there's two types. There's social loneliness and then emotional loneliness. And so when people are single, they're more likely to experience emotional loneliness because emotional loneliness is a result from a lack of closer intimate relationships characteristic with the ties of a romantic partner, a parent, or a child. So emotional loneliness is primarily related to the absence of a partner um, or an intimate tie. So emotional loneliness can be due to not having a partner or it can be due to not having any like close relationships like a parent or a sibling or um, a child. Um, if you have a parent, a sibling, child, or close family member or friend, they can definitely make up for that emotional loneliness and help prevent you from getting emotionally lonely um, versus social loneliness is the lack of having peers or coworkers or neighbors or friends that are close. So it's important that you not only um, work on preventing social loneliness by having a good group of friends, but also help work on preventing emotional loneliness, which is having like deep intimate relationships with people and they can be non-romantic. So loneliness is a very big risk for poor health outcomes, poor mental health, poor physical health, 
Um, but you don't have to be lonely when you're single. You can have close friends and connections and relationships that can prevent you from experiencing that loneliness, even though you're single and you might be living alone. I mean, if you're single, you might not even be living alone. So you might already right there have a, um, emotional connection that will prevent you from experiencing loneliness. But there is good news from some of the research for people that chose to be single, a study found that people that chose to be single experience more positive outcomes such as happiness and less loneliness. So people that chose to be single versus, you know, in maybe a bad relationship or just choosing to be single for whatever reason, um, actually could have more happiness and experience less loneliness. I want to take a moment and just talk about um, my personal experience with being single and mental health. So Personally, being single is not the worst thing that can happen to you, and sometimes it may even be good for your mental health, because sometimes being in a relationship isn't always good for your mental health. Um, actually, being in a bad relationship can be worse for your mental health than being single. So even though, even though all those studies say, you know, being in a relationship is beneficial for your mental health and being single can be poor or worse for your mental health. It's actually worse if you're in a bad relationship or abusive relationship than to be in that relationship than it is to be single. And I'm saying I'm speaking this from my own personal experience. I've personally been in multiple bad relationships. It was kind of ironic today that I was talking with my couple of my siblings and my um, parents that, um, you know, I've been in some, I have a, a history of toxic, abusive relationships. Um, so I've been in a couple of those. I've been in some good relationships, but uh, more recently had a, a history of not so good relationships. And I'm sorry, my voice is so shaky. It's, it's hard for me to like process these things and also talk about them. So that's why I might be a little bit um, nervous or shaky or whatever um, and pausing or saying um a lot because it is hard to talk about this, especially to the public and to say some things to you guys that quite honestly, I haven't told some of my close friends or family. So <laughs> sometimes, yeah, it can be hard for me to talk on here and that's why. And I might get uh, choked up or something or pause or say um a lot, but that's just gonna happen because I'm, this is real talk, you guys. So, and what I've been learning recently is that it's better to be single than in a relationship that's making you feel bad or taking you down. Um, personally, this past year and a half of being single and like my first year of being single, yeah, it was really hard. My mental health wasn't that great. But to be honest, it was so much better and easier for my mental health and my mental well-being to be single than being in a relationship that was bringing me down and being in a bad relationship that was hurting my mental health. Because when you're working on yourself and trying to improve yourself and get better and grow and change, you know, you can do all those things in a relationship. Um, but when you have somebody in that relationship that is either, well, 
let's just say they're not doing those things. They're not working on themselves. They're not trying to grow, change. They're not working on their mental health. So that can be very negative and they can really take you down and make you feel bad. And um, if you are working on yourself and they're not, it's almost like taking two steps forward and three steps back because you have somebody who is not being supportive and trying to bring you down to their level because they feel bad about themselves and they see you feeling good. So they, they're like, nope, I want you to feel bad too. Like I feel bad. So then they try to take you down and make you feel bad. And so being away from that relationship for the past year and a half has been better for my mental health because not only now am I able to spend more time and more focus on my own mental health, but because I was already doing those things in the relationship, but now that I'm continuing to do them as being single, it's almost like propelling me forward more than I was when I was in a relationship because I was being brought back down. So I was building myself up, but being brought down each time. So now that I'm not in that relationship, I can build myself up and I might bring myself down sometimes, but I'm more just like on the growth proponent. (laughs) I'm trying to (laughs) describe this, but like I am instead of like, so let's say I'm building a, a house or something and I'm building the foundation and like I'm creating, you know, I'm building the house and I'm doing the work and now, you know, I'm close even the more and more I work on myself, the more I build and the more my house grows, the more I develop and there's nobody there to like take it down or to ruin the work I've done or to criticize the work I've done. And, you know, it's just me and my house that I'm building. I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. Um, but yeah, so it's been better for my mental health being single than it was being in a bad relationship. I don't know if you can relate to that or not. Um, but, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to this single episode, I'm assuming you may have had some bad relationships, so you can probably relate to some of what I'm saying. And if you have been in those bad relationships, I'm so sorry. And I'm so proud of you for getting through it. If you're in it still right now, just know that, you know, you're going to get through this. You're worth taking care of yourself and working on yourself. Continue to just focus on yourself and improving and working on your mental health and things will get better. You know, um, I don't know if your relationship will get better, but you will get better and either you'll leave that relationship or maybe the other person will come around. I don't know. But regardless, um, you know work on yourself and and it's worth it trust me it definitely is also being single a good thing about being single is that I get to choose the relationships in my life um and so I get to choose only supportive loving um kind um just beneficial relationships to my life um so I get to choose the ones that I want and um Yeah, and that is liberating. That feels good to actually be able to choose who's in my life and who's not. And, you know, like when you're in a relationship, you can somewhat rely on the other person for your wellness or well-being. And you can lean on them sometimes when you're feeling down. And 
you know, that's how it should be in a relationship. You should be able to lean on each other and pick each other up when you're down and have, you know, a supportive person. Ideally, you know, if you're in a relationship that they're supportive and that they'll want to pick you up and help you out and be there for you. Um, which can be nice. Like if you are in a good relationship, that's great. You know, that is amazing to have that kind of support. And it, it can be easier to take care of your, men, uh, your mental health and your well-being when you're in a relationship because you have a supportive person. Um, if you don't, obviously, we over, already went over that. That's a totally different case, and it's just going to bring you down. But, um, but yeah, if you, so if, you don't, if you're not in a relationship, you don't have somebody else to rely on to help take care of your well-being. So when you're single, it's all up to you, you know, and you're, when you're in a relationship, your well-being can kind of be like, oh, well, they made me feel better or they made me feel worse. But when you're single, mm-mm, it's all up to you. You're, it's on you whether you feel good or not. It's on you whether you take care of yourself or not. It's on you whether your mental health is doing well or not. And I'm not saying you have complete control over that, but I'm saying that you do have some control and you have a choice and it is up to you to take care of yourself and do those things. And of course, it can be really hard to take care of yourself, but just know this, you can do it. You were created as an individual with all the skills and everything inside you. The cap- you have the capability inside of you to take care of yourself, to take good care of yourself. You can even take better care of yourself than someone else could because you're going to, and we're going to talk about this, but you're going to get to know yourself being single and you're going to be able to be a better caretaker of yourself. And, um, and also the other flip side of that is that you're going to like, say you were in a bad relationship. Um, you might've spent some of your focus taking care of the other person and trying to help somebody else. And maybe that energy was wasted because, the other person doesn't want your help or didn't realize that they even need help. So now that you're not in that relationship and you're single and taking care of yourself, you have now not only that energy, you can use that energy you were spending to focus on taking care of someone else and use it to take care of yourself. So use the energy that you would use helping someone else in a bad relationship to help yourself. And instead of trying to fix somebody or waste an energy to fix somebody else, be the hero of your own story and fix yourself. I like that. Uh, Lisa Bilyeu of Impact Theory and Women's Impact says, uh, be the hero of your own story. So be the hero of your own story and fix yourself because you're worth it. You deserve it. You deserve to fix and heal and love yourself. And um, we are going to talk about ways that you can work on that, focus on that being single. And we're going to talk about how taking care of yourself can be a great thing. Um, but yeah, all right. So let's talk about the what's good about being single. Because although often society can make single be, like look like it's really bad, but there's actually a lot of good things about being single. And so we're going to go over a few of them. But the first thing is that a, a study found that people who are single experience more personal growth. And that's something I can definitely um, uh, support <laughs> in my own personal research is that 
I've been able to focus on my personal growth and my inner growth a lot more being single and not only one because I have the time, but also two because I'm not focusing on somebody else and trying to help them grow. And instead, I'm only focusing on myself. So being single often encourages us to look inward and take better 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 take better care of ourselves mentally and physically and we have more time for learning and therefore growing in the same study that found people experience more personal growth as they're when they're single also found that people who stayed single experience more autonomy and self-determination Um, That basically means just the ability to make one's own decisions in life without the influence of out like outside influence from people or other sources like you have more control over your life you get to call the shots and you don't have to compromise based on somebody else's input. Another study found that when you are single it that being self-sufficient so relying on yourself and um, having to um, do do things yourself basically being self-sufficient can protect you from negative emotions um the more self-sufficient you are the more less likely you are to experience negative emotions um or you're also able to deal with them better another good thing about being single is that you can strengthen your relationship to yourself um when you're single you can learn to look inside for encouragement and support focus on your relationship to yourself. We can work on changing our critical inner voice to a more compassionate one. So just focusing on how you talk to yourself, building yourself up, your own personal relationship with yourself, you can really strengthen that when you're single, which is obviously going to help you when you are in a relationship. The more that you learn to focus on strengthening yourself and supporting yourself, the better you're going to be when you are in a relationship eventually. Another good thing about being single, there's a lot of good things about being single, you guys. Um, But another one is figuring out what you want. Um, Being single single sometimes makes room for somebody to learn more about themselves. There's more clarity around who you are, leaning into enjoying your own company, and figuring out what you really want in life, what you really like. that can be a really good thing because then you're going to, the more you figure out what you like in life, the more you do what you like and the more you like your life. Another good thing about being single, it allows you to cultivate and deepen non-romantic relationships. So again, focusing on those social connections like family, coworkers, friends, neighbors, um, all, all those relationships you can deepen and strengthen and that can help prevent some loneliness and you can focus more on those when you're single and deepening those non-romantic relationships can have enrich our lives um, quite a bit by having strong friendships it can decrease loneliness and having you can have better supportive uh, friendships and relationships that build you up and help you improve your life and make you feel better versus bringing you down so another one last way we'll talk about that's good to be single is this one's kind of obvious, but um, having more time for yourself. So being single, you have more time to focus on yourself, but you can also focus on whatever interests you. So you can have more time to, for a hobby, or maybe you can start a hide, hide Sussel. Huh? Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> I'm trying to talk so scientific right 
<laughs> so I'm like trying to use my professional voice, but I'm just getting so tongue twisted. <laughs> your side hustle, you guys, you can focus on a side hustle when you're single. Um, these like hobbies and side hustles, you have less time to do when you're in a relationship because you're focused working on the relationship. So when you're single, you have more time to do these things. And I can attest to that because being single, I've had time to build this podcast. And so that has been a huge benefit of me being single is that I've had plenty of time to do research and produce and all the all the podcast things. Um, I've just, I've been able to do them basically, you know, whenever I want outside of my work schedule, I can just um, place fit it into my schedule whenever. And yeah, I don't have to worry about like, oh, I got to make dinner for the two of us or we're going to go do this XYZ. I'm like, nope, when do I want to work on the podcast or when do I want to work on this hobby? And then I'm like, okay, this is when I'm going to do it. And I can do that because I'm single and I don't have to worry about anybody else's time schedule. One hobby that you can focus on while being single is working on your bod, rocking that bod. <laughs> and that is our sponsor today, Bod Beach Body on Demand. Um, yeah, so when you're single, you have more time to take care of your body and you have more time to become a stronger and sexier version of yourself. And how can you do that? By using your online library of workouts or my online library of workouts that I use. Um, I just posted the other day that I did a workout and I'm just getting stronger and sexier version of myself every day. So, and um, when you're single, it's really good to feel good about yourself and feel good in your body because when you feel better in your body, you feel more attractive and you look more attractive to people when you feel more confident and more um, better and comfortable in your body. So do some workouts. It will help you feel a lot more comfortable and make you proud of your body. You're going to feel, start to not only feel good about your body, your body is going to feel better because obviously you're doing workouts, but you're going to start looking better and you're just going to be more confident and you're going to be a better single version of yourself. So yeah, so uh, start working out today. Um, if you go to my Instagram, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, there is a free 20 minute workout in my bio. If you click the link in my bio, there's a free workout. Um, if you want uh, any other, like I have multiple free workouts I can send you. You can send me a DM um, or email me, tiffbankhead at gmail.com. Um, or if you go to my Instagram, go to the link in my bio, you can also try my online library of workouts, work on your bod, that's B-O-D, Beach Body On Demand, and get a stronger, sexier bod today. All right, so go work on your bod. I know I've been working on my body a lot, being single and working out is just part of my mental health routine. And it's been so beneficial when I'm single because, I mean, I have... I've dated a little bit, like very tiny bit, you guys. Um, but when I do work out, I feel so much better about my body and it just allows me to feel, you know, better being with someone in in my body. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, yeah, but let's talk about how to be single being happy. Like what are the ways when you're single that you can increase your happiness and feel better 
and feel like better in general, but also feel better just about being single. Well, first, it's very important to prioritize connection. So we went over how loneliness can be very detrimental, very bad for your overall health, your mental health and physical health. Um, and it can cause lead to more disease and more um, mental health disorders. So prioritizing connection can really increase your happiness as a single person. You have to be more proactive and make it a point to work on your non-romantic relationships, such as we've been over friends and family and coworkers. You have to make those a priority and um, connect with those people more often um, because you are single and you need to connect with people so you prevent that loneliness. Um, so yeah, so plan plan it out, you guys. Call, text, or get together with people more often. I would set a goal of like at least reaching out to somebody, like call or text somebody once a week and try to meet up with somebody in person or a few people in person at least uh, once or twice a month, um, really to prevent that loneliness. Um, especially if you work from home. Oh my gosh, if you work from home, it's so important to prioritize connection and getting together with people in real life or on video chat or whatever. Um, super important. So please make that a priority when you're single to connect with other people and those non-romantic relationships. And yeah, you'll definitely feel better and you'll also feel like more, fu more fulfilled and and you'll develop those relationships that are going to be supportive and that are going to lift you up when you're feeling down. So please make those a priority and schedule a call or a get together with somebody this week. All right. And especially because, oh yeah, because so Valentine's Day is coming up. So uh, set up a friend date. You know, if you're single, you don't have any prospects or anything like that, go on a friend date, like get a group of girlfriends together or group guys and um, plan an activity and go do it. Um, whether it's a movie night or going to a park and having a picnic or, you know, any, anything, whatever you enjoy, go do a painting class, do a cooking class, um, go do a workout class together or, um, yeah, or get to do together and do a little craft, do a little craft time or whatever. There's so many things out there. So, um, prioritize doing something this week for Valentine's week. So that way you don't feel as lonely and it will help you feel better and strengthen your uh, emotional and mental well-being. Another way to be happy being single is by dating yourself. So be your own partner and give all the love you would expect from a significant other and that you would give to them. Give all that love to yourself. Um, you know, when you're in a relationship, we give a lot of love to other people. When you're single, give all that love to yourself. Take yourself out. Date yourself. Um, gives you a chance to figure out what you really want and what you really like. So, yeah, so that's another uh, opportunity for you this Valentine's Day is screw, you know, going on a date with somebody else. Take yourself on a date. Go try somewhere new that you've never tried, that you've been interested in, or, um, or somewhere that's your favorite place. Go there. Um, but yeah, just go out by yourself. I did this um, a couple weeks ago. It was so fun. Um, I thought I was going out to like meet guys or whatever, meet a guy, blah, blah. Um, but it turned out I actually ended up going out and staying with, uh, when the bar closed, the bar closed really early. Okay. It closed at 930, but I stayed when the bar closed 
and I just hung out with the servers and the bartenders and it was super fun I made a couple friends so you never know like take yourself out it doesn't have to be to go to meet somebody it can just be to like socialize and um yeah and that's important to just get out there and socialize and interact with people so it was really beneficial for me so I highly recommend you go do it too Another way to be happy, happy being single is to join groups, take classes, or start a side hustle. So because you are single, we talked about you have more time to do these things. So take advantage of having free evenings and weekends, you know, depending on your work schedule, assuming you work like a nine to five Monday through Friday, um, having those evenings and weekends and not having to work around somebody else's schedule, take advantage of that. Start taking a group class somewhere or, or a class at the community college or online. There's, oh my gosh, you guys, there are so many online classes. There's an online class for anything you want to learn. If you want to start a side hustle, start doing that. Start researching. Start figuring out what you're passionate about, what you want to do on as a side hustle or, you know, or volunteer. Find a, a place that you're, something you're passionate about or interested in or a cause you're, um, concerned or um, something that's important to you and enjoy that go volunteer um, you can take a painting class join a recreational sports league um, or just focus on whatever you want um, explore new hobbies and find new things that bring you joy another important thing to do when you're single is to be around other single people this will make you happy because like I said at the beginning we're not alone you guys <laughs> We are a third of the population is single, okay? That's one in three people are single. So get out there and spend time with those single people. It can not only boost your support system, but it can also help you relate to other people in your um, similar circumstances. And it's really important to have people in our lives to relate to so we can have that human connection and, and feel like we're um, recognized and um yeah, loved and appreciated by other people that are going through the same things. Another good thing to focus on to improve your happiness while you're single is to focus on your self-care. Um, your self-care comes first. You don't need to prioritize other people's needs over your self-care. So you have more time to do self-care and more time to focus on self-care. So go back to episode four on the basics on self-care and listen to that if you need to know more about what self-care is and what um, what the basics, what you should be doing for self-care on a daily basis. And yeah, listen to that episode. Hopefully that will help out. Learn about yourself. That's another thing you can do to be happy being single is taking the time to learn about yourself. You get clear on what you want from your life and yourself. Do some intentional journaling. I ordered the book, Single is Your Superpower. It's a journal by Case Kinney. Um, you can find him case, like, like a phone case, C-A-S-E dot Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y on Instagram. He also has a podcast called New Mindset Who Dis, which is a great podcast if you're single. There's a ton of episodes on relationships and being single and closure or clarity. So go check out that New Mindset Who Dis, case Kenny, case dot Kenny on Instagram and order the Single is Your Superpower journal. Um, yeah, I just, I'll let you guys know how it goes. I haven't started it yet. It's at my parents' house. So I have to go pick it up, but, um, learn about yourself. Ask yourself questions about who you are, 
what characteristics define you, ask yourself about your values, what you like in life. Um, Also, do some online quizzes, find out about your love language, your attachment style, your personality, personality disorder. (laughs) No, don't don't research your personality disorder. (laughs) Go to a doctor for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, do like online quizzes to figure out, learn more about yourself. And that will, learning about yourself will help you be more comfortable and be more happy with being single. Hey, just a couple more things here, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out through this longer um, episode. I know it's tough to listen to my <laughs> monotone voice for that long. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys listening to these longer episodes. I hope you get more value out of them because I'm packing so much in them but if you want them shorter and you want less info in the episode leave me feedback or send me an email to tiffbankhead at gmail.com let me know what you think whether you like longer episodes or shorter episodes but either way if you're still listening thank you so much for being here and I really hope you're getting something out of this so appreciate you guys all right, a couple more things to help you increase your happiness when you're single. One thing is being spontaneous, um, having more freedom to do random things such as activities and travel. Again, you don't have to stick to someone else's schedule, so you can do spontaneous things that make you happy um, or things that, you know, maybe you don't know if they make you happy yet, but you can try them now because you have the time. So go for it. Another thing to be um increase your happiness is set, excuse me, set goals and focus on your growth. So being single gives us a chance to truly hold ourselves accountable, support ourselves and make our own decisions and goals. So we can focus on the goals that are really important to us. So we can choose those goals and start working towards them. Use this time to get clear on what you want to achieve, whether it's personal or financial, um, career-wise, whatever it is. Reflect on how far you've come every time you set a new goal and celebrate each goal. Lastly, a thing to help you be happy being single is to remember that you most likely won't be single forever if you don't want to be. Of course, if you choose to be and you want to be single, then, you know, obviously you'll be single as long as you want. Um, But like I said from the research, choosing to be single can actually be um, increase your happiness and prevent loneliness if you choose to be single versus being forced to be single. So, but you know, if you don't want to be single forever, you probably won't be. It's, it's more than likely that eventually you're going to get into a relationship someday. It's going to come, it's going to come around eventually. Like you're not going to be single forever. Statistically speaking, you're likely to get in a relationship at some point, you know, it's, there's a two-thirds chance that you're going to get in a relationship. So just remember that. And while relationships can be wonderful, they can also involve many sacrifices. We've talked about, you know, also how being in a relationship can be worse for your mental health and be more of a negative thing for your mental health sometimes than being single. So, um, you know, relationships are great, but they come with sacrifices and for now, while you're single, in order to be happy, just enjoy the freedom of piloting your life solo while it lasts. 
<laughs> I didn't come up with that line. I got that line from an <laughs> article I read, but I thought it was good. Enjoy the freedom of piloting your own, your solo life while it lasts. <laughs> but seriously, like, enjoy this time being single. Enjoy just being you. Get comfortable being yourself. Get familiar with yourself. These are things that are going to increase your happiness when you're alone. And then eventually, you know, you aren't going to be single forever if you don't want to be. So eventually these things are going to be even better when you're in a relationship. You're already going to be know who you want or know who you are. You're going to know who you are, know who you want, know what you want, you know, know your expectations. You're going to know your own limits and your own superpowers. Single is your superpower is the journal I recommended that I'm going to start doing. But yeah, you're going to learn what's great about you. You're going to learn your shortcomings. You're going to learn your strengths, your weaknesses. You're going to learn what's good for you, what's not good for you, and all the things. If And that's if you take the time. So take the time being single to do these things so that when you're in a relationship, you're going to be such a better person and you're going to be able to show up fully as yourself and uh, as a whole whole individual in the relationship rather than being a partial incomplete person who doesn't really know what they want and therefore you know it's going to hurt the relationship versus if you're a whole person and you know what you want and you know what you like and you know what's good for you then you're more likely to be in a healthier more supportive relationship and let's say if you know you get in a relationship and you start to see warning signs of abuse or somebody bringing you down or making you feel like you're not good enough you know when you were single you focused on all these things to make you feel better that you're more likely to be able to be like hey you know I've been single before and I've done it and I've done well and been well on my own before so you're more likely not to stay in that bad relationship just because you want to be in a relationship you're like you know what I know what it's I I know it can be hard being single, but I know it's better than being in a bad relationship. So, yeah. So there you go, you guys. That was episode five on being single and your mental health. Thank you so, so much for listening, especially if you listen this long, because I know this was a really long episode, but there was so much research I did. I just wanted to like really include all of it. And since Valentine's Day is coming up, I wanted to really help those people that are single right now to know that, you know, it's not the end of the world. Being single isn't the worst thing. You know, there's worse things such as being in a bad relationship and that, you know, you can be happy and you can be fulfilled being single. And yeah, it's hard. And, you know, you, you got to rely on yourself and sometimes maybe you you're not doing too good. I mean, I can definitely relate to that. Like I've been going through some depression recently and it's been hard, but um, when you are single, you need to focus on having supportive relationships in your life that when you are feeling bad are going to pick you up. And um, yeah, so just, I just want to say, you know, thank you guys for going through this journey with me. And if you're single, just know that you know, life is still good. Life can be great. Life can be exciting and fantastic and rewarding being single. And as, as if you choose, if you have to make the choice, you have to choose to make your life good. And um, you can do it. I know you can. I'm doing it. I'm working on it. I'm getting through it. I'm learning. 
of course, you know, it's, it's hard. And especially if you haven't been single for a while, or if you've never been single before, it can be extremely difficult, but just know that it does get better. You will get better, but you have to choose again, make the choice to focus on yourself, choose yourself, choose growing and learning and getting better and improving. And then not only will that make you better for yourself now, and it's going to make you happier now, but it's going to make you a better person to be in a relationship with in the future if you choose to do that. So thank you guys for being here and supporting this podcast. Let me know how you like this episode. Um, give me a five-star review. Write a couple sentences about how much you like this, what you liked. Um, go on um, Instagram. Go to Tiffany Joy Bankhead on Instagram and follow me for more tips on mental health and more of my personal daily experience in being single. And please follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this. Thank you for supporting you guys. You are amazing. I love you so much. Just remember you can do anything you put your mind to, anything that you that you choose. If you choose to work on yourself, you can do it. And I'm going to be here to support you to do that. And we're going to do more episodes on being single and mental health and what you can do to feel better being single. So look forward to future episodes on that if that's something you're interested in. And uh, share this with a friend today if this was helpful to you or if you got anything out of it or if you know somebody that's single, um, please share it today. Send the link or um, post it to your Instagram. stories on social media and just let somebody else know about this show so it can help them too. Thank you again. I love you guys and have a wonderful day.